And welcome to another episode of Dos Damn Cinco's. This is episode number 55. This week, as part of That's What I Call Cinco's Comedy, we cover the movie The Naked Gun, as well as Street Shark, Season 3, Episode 19. But before we get into that, as always, I'm your host, David. I don't, I don't like this intro. I'm Stuart. I'm, <laughs> I'm Stuart. Stuart, I don't like this intro, Yang. Why? It was I too smooth? Know. No, it was too, it was too many words too quickly. And for some reason, you're you're like super loud. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it sounds okay it's, to me. Yeah, that, it like, looks okay to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're sound, you're like these peaks are like pretty high. Uh, your peaks are pretty low, Stu. Yeah, except my audio comes out immaculate. Yeah, he, he's got a point there. That's true. Ben, <laughs> I'm playing Ben's both sides. <laughs> Ben's literally the. <laughs> you sound fine, but yours is better. But wait, what? Pick a side, Ben. <laughs> what, was the, what was he saying? I was like, I'm playing both sides. Both sides. <laughs> so I always come out on top. I play both sides. You don't tell one side that you're playing both sides. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you both. I'm playing both sides. All right. So outside of the uh, movie of the week and Street Sharks, uh, Stu, what else did you see? Oh, uh, Let's see. What did I watch? What did I watch? Riveting. Are well, you looking me, for somebody to give you a cue let card? Let me tell you. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sucking, up, I'm sucking up airtime. Oh, okay. Let me tell you all the things. Welcome to our three and a half hour special. <laughs> that I have watched. Uh, I know I've watched some stuff, but for some reason it's... Uh, well, okay, so... I finished the first season of Dark, finally. Um, uh-huh. So it was like, oh, okay, okay, now it's starting to do, they're starting to have stuff happen. I still uh-huh. don't quite know what's going on, what the uh, what what the whole thing is, but I guess that's what season two and three are going to be for. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there was that. Nice, nice. Um, and then I think the only other movie I can recall that I had watched of note was... Um, Hotel Artemis. Oh, you, you actually went to go see that. Well, I didn't go to see it, obviously, Ben. You went to the couch to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to, yeah, essentially, yes. How was uh, that? I, I was kind of wanting to go see it, but it didn't seem like anyone was really interested in seeing yeah. it at the time. So it's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. it, was, I, it, was, uh, it was kind of fun. There was some unsus- there's some unsuspected... Uh, castings in it which was uh enjoyable so yeah i'd say if you know you look for something to watch you can check that one out it's free on amazon prime so did charlie day carry the movie on his shoulders absolutely <laughs> on his skinny ass yeah. shoulders <laughs> yep he absolutely did i feel like there's other stuff i watched but i can't remember so that's just, okay I'll, if it comes I'll to you you can always that. interrupt ben it's fine okay I'll be okay with it what about you ben did you see anything else no maybe, nope. maybe maybe you should respect my, my talking time i have a dedicated a lot of amount of time on the oh podcast i remember what it is now up, but hey, okay wait, guys, thanks ben wait, wait. go ahead Stu. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember <laughs> Oh, see ben you made him forget again <laughs> ben, apo- oh. ben apologize to Stu. okay now i remember Okay. Do you actually remember now, or are you? Just- it's okay. I muted him. Go ahead, Stu. I didn't remember. No, I'm kidding. I did, I did remember. <laughs> I uh, actually did mute Ben, so I, we 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 don't know what Ben yeah, was talking well, about. 
Well, okay. This is, so this this is the other thing I watched, uh, and I wanted to I wanted to interject so I can steal Ben's thunder. I I started watching The Boys. Ooh, oh man! I mean, not for the first time. I'm watching season two. Yeah. So. Oh man! So remembering, <laughs> actually, it felt like it was so long ago. I had to go back to watch the last episode of season one. I was like, okay, now I know what's going on. And then season two starts. Wow. I didn't think it could get any more gorier, and it and it does, or or any more entertaining, and it does. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I felt about so it. That's. Uh, I'm still waiting for an excla- uh, explanation as to something that happened exactly at the end of season one, um, but I don't feel like it's been revealed yet. And but I don't want us to do any spoilers, so. Uh, yeah. They release three episodes, correct? And they're going to release another one every Friday. Yep, that's correct. Okay. Uh, Stu, but overall from the... How far have you gotten? Have you gotten all three in? I've watched them all. Okay. So, you know, with the small sample size that is season two, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, or... Thumbs up, thumbs up so far. Okay. What about you, Ben? Uh, I'm only one episode in, so no spoilers on the other two. All right. So what happens in season three, or episode three? Go on. (laughs) Uh, Butcher gets killed. What? All right, this is this is I am no. This is now una and a half sinkos. Adios, assholes. I'm gonna go watch the other two episodes to prove you wrong. Okay, I think I hear him. I think I hear him leaving. He just left the room. Oh, good. All right, so we're gonna. All right, now we can go get ahead down and... to, the, to the real stuff. Yeah. All right, what'd you watch? All right, I'm back. All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I decided to forgive you all, even though. You... <laughs> He took away the only thing that is worth living for, and that is Carl Urban. But you know, uh, now you, now you know how I feel when if when stuff like well, I'm sure you felt the same with like Last of Us Two or Game of Thrones or anything like that. So, uh, uh, ben, what else did you see besides uh, Street Sharks and The Naked Gun? Uh, I did actually go and watch the new Bill and Ted that came out. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Where did you go? Well, I mean, you know, to my couch to watch it. Is that what we're saying now in 2020? Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. I went to the the movies, a.k.a. sat on the couch. Ben, take the food out of your mouth. No, I can put whatever I want in my mouth. It's my mouth, my choice. Anyways. Is he taking pills? Yes, I'm taking your pills. I'm taking all the pills. I'm taking your mucinex. I'm taking your multivitamins, whatever it is. Your metamucil. Bill and Ted face the music. And, well, I don't want to spoil anything about it, so I'm not going to say anything about it. But I also started on the Avengers game, the new game that just came out last. Oh, so you're actually playing Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, I played it on stream. And... I've been playing this past week, and holy shit. You know, I have played a lot of early access games, and this game is by far the buggiest thing I have ever played in my life. <laughs> Wait, I thought it's not even early access. I thought this was a full release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played the beta, and it was pretty bad. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to buy this just yet. I'll let somebody else buy it. Thanks for yeah. buying it, Ben. Yeah, so uh, I've been playing with Bowie and some other people over the weekend. And Bowie, uh, well, you know, there's a campaign mode and there's multiplayer mode. Where campaign mode is usually just one player. 
And he got to this part where <laughs> um, the task was to talk to someone, but they never spawned in. And now his game's just soft locked like that. So he can't, <laughs> he can't do buy, anything. Buy a new copy because you have to start all over and uh, yeah. you can't just reinstall it. It's only yeah. one instance per, uh, per account. Sorry. It's it's pretty bad, man. Not only that, but man, the frame rate goes to shit real fast. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Who you? No, it's real game? unfortunate. Yeah, like uh, I want to say that you know, if you find a video online or you know, of someone encountering a bug, that it, it's a it's one of those rare occurrences. You know, it's like, ah, oh, this is kind of funny, but no, it fucking happens all the fucking time. Uh, in the last level, uh, you know, of the campaign. There's a portion where you have to like trigger these like you know little switches, and then you have to it, you know activates this drawbridge or whatever, and you go across it. So I do that right, <laughs> and you know I, I encounter some more enemies and shit, and I'm pretty far in the level. Apparently, during that whole activating the switch sequence, there was supposed to be a cutscene that never triggered, right? So I'm like pretty far into the level, and then the the cutscene decides to trigger, and my character goes flying all the way the fuck back to the beginning of the level. <laughs> wow. And the worst part is, that's not the worst glitch I've ever encountered in the game. And then it opened Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. <laughs> I, I wish. I yeah, I do have that. You know, I'm waiting until we can play it. You know, maybe, maybe this Thursday. That'll be the game or something, because I really want to play the warehouse, you know? Get those all the decks and shit, all the secret tapes. I hope they S K A T E. I hope, I really hope someone, someone or, you know, releases something about that game that says, Hey, uh, all the music that's in the game, it's uh, no DCMA. <laughs> like that would be great. Superman by Goldfinger can't be DCMA, right? Right. Um, I don't know. It should, right? be, it should be public domain at this point, I feel like. Yeah, did you guys buy it on Steam or on uh, PlayStation? It's not it's on Steam, Steam, is it? Oh, is it not? Oh, it's, it's, not on PC, it? Yeah. Oh, it's on PC, yeah. Is it? It is? Yeah. Let me go on their website. I'm going to fact check you right now. Yeah, fact do live fast checks. Okay, oh, yeah, he's right. Microsoft Windows. Boom! Oh, wait, it's a Microsoft Windows game? Oh, is that is it? Is it a Windows game? God Boo. damn it. Windows Boo. Well, never going to play it. Maybe it's uh, part of the Game Pass. Boo. All yeah. on Steam. Boo. Yeah. Who earns? Okay. Well, anyways, I, I say we play that for this Thursday. But yeah. So um, I would say that if you want to play Avengers, I would wait like a few months. Or a year. <laughs> to, or a year because shit's real rough. Although under that, you know, there is a, a a pretty enjoyable game when it works, you know. But at other times, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm curious how the how the multiplayer part works. It's supposed to be like a MOBA, right? Uh, no, not not like a MOBA. It's like a third person action game, you know. But but I mean, like mm-hmm. in a MOBA like context. No, it's no? more like Spider Man, like an uh, just like an action adventure game. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not answering my question about the multiplayer. Oh, oh uh, for what? No, no. Well, I mean, like, it's like Destiny, you know, without the PvP uh, part, you know? Okay, all right. So yeah. That, that answers the question. Why did I think that they, someone said it was a MOBA? Mm, no idea. Maybe they'll turn it into a MOBA eventually. I don't know. 
No, it they'll just turn it into a battle royale game because that's what everything's going towards now. Could be, I don't know. But yeah, wait, wait. I would say wait on it. You know, wait for it to go down in price. Just fucking wait. Yeah, but um, so that's the review for uh, Avengers. But I wanted to know, Bill and Ted, what were your thoughts? I thought it was pretty good. You know, um, it's not my favorite of all like, three movies. He thinks it sucked. No, no, it's it's still pretty good. It's just you know, definitely yeah, the yeah, was, the rank. Yeah, voice goes up in in that <laughs> and also there was that significant pause did you just say significant sick sick significant sick yeah it's uh you know, <laughs> we can't salvage sorry give give us give us a rating ben out of 10 out of ten, I would say it'd have to be like a, a seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, <laughs> a, a light seven. Feeling a light seven on this. Dude, he's really like backpedaling here. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, anything else, Ben? Don't spoil the boys for me. I already did. Shut up. Right, Stu, no. Stu already mentioned something, and he said it very confidently. So it's got to be true, Ben. Is it even worth for you to explore? Uh, Carl Urban doesn't have any future projects coming up, so I'm pretty sure he's still alive, right? <laughs> right? He's still good. He's still good. He's still good. <laughs> you die later. Later. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go ahead and we'll just jump into our Street Sharks. Episode for this week is season three is episode 19. Uh, this one is 20,000 leagues under the shark or something. Nope. 20,000 sharks under the sea. There we go. 20,000 sharks under the sea. In this episode, a four-headed hydra is spotted uh, and destroys a science vessel. Uh, and President Horn can only call the four sharks that he could always trust to be able to solve this one. That's it. What? Alright, that that is our version of crickets is uh Ben's dogs. Ben's back. dogs don't like it. No. I'm sorry. That that they didn't give me very much to go off of. There was no montage this week. Uh and the story didn't have anything to do with the main plot point outside of we got to see El Sordo again and the four street sharks and then jab had a pretty good joke at the end i gotta say if i was an enlisted man uh serving in the navy um and our entertainment was el sordo um i would <laughs> doing fruit ninja doing basically basically doing fruit ninja i'd be i'd be questioning reasons as to why i i'm serving my country i was like and why what? that that thing isn't just doing your job for you no, I'd be like, this is what I get for for serving my country. I get to watch this fucking Joker cut fruit with swords. Swords that swords, by the way, which aren't even like the cutting type of swords. Those are like the poking types of swords. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> good, good, that's a good assessment by our gun expert on different types of swords. Hey, hey we, we hey, got hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey! Uh, I think you answered this question already. But is a gun a sword? Um, 
What, what, no. what, okay, what, thank what, you. It's a type of arm. What, what, what about one with the bayonet? That is not a sword. Nor a kind. It's a pokey kind, yeah. Bayonet can also and, be a slashing kind, though. It, and aren't bullets just, you know, really tiny swords <laughs> that you launch into people? <laughs> so he's not really El Sordo. He's more El Poco. Uh, no, because bullets don't have uh, blades on them. Blades. But, they, but bullets do pierce the same way that swords do. Swords are not oh. guns. <laughs> if if I thought I, was say, I thought that pause was confirmation, I was like this close. I was like, Ben, did we get him? No, we got him. We got no. See, no if I can throw not. my sword fast enough, it becomes a bullet, and I become a gun. Fine, I'll take some gunpowder and then throw it really fast. Will that make you happy? Which, in the state of California, would make you an unlicensed firearm, making you a felon. Uh, yeah, welcome I'm to the gun show, Stuart. I'm contacting the DOJ right now to give them your address. <laughs> Illegal possession firearm. We're going to have to confiscate your sword and your gunpowder, Ben. All right. Um, any thoughts on this this episode, guys? Outside of the relationship turn that this one had, it was fairly odd. Tinder for for sea monsters. Yeah, you said yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, sea monster personal ads, and then Jab even chuckles afterwards. I was like, man, that was that's pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, I was gonna say I have suspended my disbelief throughout watching this show quite a bit, um, even throughout this episode. But the one thing I couldn't suspend my disbelief on was that their tiny little rocket ship, you know, single man rocket flyer ship being able to carry the probably multiple, I don't know, thousand ton sea monster like it was nothing. <laughs> I couldn't well, wrap technology. That's I, it. I just can't. Technology. Suspend your belief as, it, as the sea monster was suspended in air. I'm pulling a Darren right now. Uh, I can <laughs> I can suspend my disbelief for everything else, but that was a bridge too far. <laughs> what about the time traveling? That's fine. Will <laughs> <laughs> you draw the line on on suspension? Hey, didn't I just say this was I'm pulling a Darren? <laughs> he did. He, he did say that. It, I acknowledged it. Therefore, it makes it okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, what about you, Ben? Any thoughts on this one? They literally could have had a, their own personal Godzilla, and then they give it up. They had their own fucking forehead monster thing that they could call any time. It could have been their like Megazord or some shit, and that would have sent it over the edge and into stardom. But no. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, there's only nine more episodes after this one. So, do you guys think we'll see this uh, Hydra show up again? Nah, it didn't have a voice actor to it, so probably not. Which is a missed opportunity. That would have been, like Ben said, that would have been an awesome extra character to have on the side. So out of all of these extraneous characters that we've we've met, um, which one has been your guys' favorite since we're pretty much getting very close to wrapping this one up? Uh, the Free Willy one. But what's his name? It's not Shamu. It's uh, Moby Lick. Moby Lick, that's right. <laughs> Moby Lick. <laughs> is it because of the name or who, or, or just how he is? I don't know. I think I was just because it was the black guy who they turned into 
The orca whale. Oh, it's relief. What about you, Ben? Uh, it would have to be their dad, obviously. <laughs> the one you've never seen outside of the first episode? Yeah, it reminds me of my father and how I never met him. <laughs> <laughs> I I would unpack this, but we have so much more stuff to talk about. Um, more, more important stuff. Yes, we do. Um, for me, it would be... No one asked. Okay, moving All right, on. All right, so let's go ahead and jump over to our box office rundown. Uh, apparently, only seven movies this weekend uh, registered any money. Uh, that would be Tenant, the new Mu- the new mutants, Unhinged, Bill and Ted Face the Music, the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run, the Personal History of David Copperfield, and Words on Bathroom Walls. Tenant broke uh, broke into the number one spot this week with twenty point two million dollars. Obviously, uh, much lower than their actual budget um, on this one. But apparently, international and worldwide, it's already opened to one hundred and forty six million dollars. So yeah, um, that was in order one through seven. That's all I got, guys. Uh, any thoughts? Fascinating. Uh... <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think we're we're still under pretty severe quarantine here how in LA. How are we supposed to watch Tenant? Everyone else gets to watch Tenant. How come? How... Twenty eight hundred theaters have it. I mute mutants in twenty seven hundred theaters. I don't know where those are located, but definitely okay, not here. Thank you for the, the non helpful information. Then, how are you <laughs> supposed to watch it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, in the twenty eight hundred theaters that I don't know where they are. Okay. Oh wait. Um, there was one article I did read. There was a guy he had to drive three and a half hours up to, oh crap, somewhere at Montecito or something. I don't know. He, he drove from like San Diego and he went to go see Tenant. Um, and then he said it was, uh, he explained it, it was like James Bond, but on steroids or something. James Bond and, uh, shit, what's that movie? Inception. And <laughs> and Dark Knight all put together all in one. So oh just boy. any Piers Brosnan James Bond. Yeah, <laughs> like the one where he gets a bullet and not him, but the bad guy is shot in the head, but it makes him stronger. And wasn't there one where he was like in a fighter jet and he had to get someone else in a fighter jet so he ejected so he can punch him or some shit? No, was that a thing? I think so. I think you're thinking of um, Hot Shots. Oh, you're right. I was thinking of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen. and Oh, my gosh. Well, all I will say is right now the box office is showing $146 million, but their budget was $200 million. So if it stops here, they lose quite a bit of money. Um, but it looks like they're going to continue to gather some momentum. Um on this one. So we'll have to see how that looks next week. Um, and as we get closer and closer to the end of the year, it looks like there will be a vaccine uh, for the corona- COVID-19 or coronavirus sometime in November or even October. But we don't, if those haven't uh, been confirmed just yet, but people keep saying that, oh, we should prepare for it and stuff like that. So I don't know where they are with the trials. This is not a news outlet. I don't have any I have news. I'm just repeating what I've heard. Hey, Dr. Chen. You're welcome. (laughs) Paging Dr. Chen. 
uh, that would be my brother and my dad, not me. You can ask them for uh, advice. I won't give you guys any. So um, I know that Mulan opened last week. Yeah. This week. Okay. So that one was, that's available for $30. I believe <laughs> Bill and yeah, Ted right. Face Music's worth is, is $20? 25 25 Okay. So, um, yeah, I got nothing else. Um, Did anyone watch Mulan? No. No. I don't support the Chinese government. That's true. Or the mouse, apparently. According I've been to hearing some really shady shit about that movie, so. What did yeah. you hear, Stu? Uh, well, number of things. Uh, I think main, I think the one I just heard today, not to get not be not that I want to get super heavy into this because this is like the gang crazy. gets political. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> this, this isn't really our this isn't really our forte. I don't know if we should be delving into this, David. Stu, it is so light on the box office rundown. We'll take anything. Go ahead. Okay, so I someone was saying that the intro credits. Um, or I don't know if it's intro credits or some part of the credits is thanking like all these, it's thanking like all these different, uh, organizations within, in China, in the Chinese government. One of which, one of which happens to be, uh, responsible for administering or something, whatever that means. The, some supposedly some supposed concentration camps that are happening right now. I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> no, <Stu>. David, please. Booker <laughs> concentration camps. Well, okay, fine. How about this? I, I have heard since we are talking about some of the things that are around this movie, I do know that the uh, the star of the show who plays Mulan, uh, whatever her name is, I can't even remember, uh, something Chinese, uh no she was uh she was criticized for supporting the police movement in hong kong during the protests so that was that was one thing that was circulating around this movie so i think that's part of the reason why ben was like kind of hoping that this thing would bomb because he is such a political activist right ben totally so, totally. So, Ben, tell us about this these concentration camps that Stu was alluding to. Well, from my research on my armchair, <laughs> what I was look, looking at on Infowars was that. <laughs> so, yeah, I I'm not 100 percent sure about what was uh, happening around this movie, but um, clearly it's going to be very interesting to clearly see how. It's- yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant to our great leaders uh, in China. I will say that, you know, without getting too political, I was already pretty against this movie when they announced it just because of how it would kind of affect movies going forward. And I'm really glad that there's actually a lot of uh, media going around kind of covering this topic now. Um, how movies are preemptively kind of censoring themselves so that they can get into the Chinese market. Like yeah, China I think is that's, it, that's a big, that's the, I guess the, the bigger point uh, of my point. Yeah. Oh, to be able to gain more box office numbers. They're it's doing like they're, more they're things. Pandering to, to foreign governments, basically to make, to make, pandering not governments, to pandering. 
Huh? Yeah. <laughs> pandering to the Mandarin. Pandering to the Mandarin people. <laughs> uh, let's get that hashtag going. <laughs> All right. We're going to write that. Pandering. I can't even. I think that's the title of this episode, boys. Pandering <laughs> to the Mandarin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. You know, there's there's definitely I been a lot of. You spell it. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you don't know how to spell it? I can't spell Pandarin. Pandarin? Uh-oh. Oh, I thought yeah, you were no, going to say Mandarin. Okay. No, I know how to spell that. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, it... Okay, I was wondering. I was like, Ben, what are you talking about? They had to release this to straight to streaming only due to the fact that there was COVID. I didn't yeah. know that's what you were talking about. Is that because they want to uh, be able to break into that market, that, that sweet, delicious 1.6 billion people yeah. market? Um Okay, so here's something I can I can t- touch on that I okay. guess is a little bit lighter, but is also related to it. What no, any Murphy. About. Yeah, essentially, is that is the reason why they removed Mushu is because apparently uh, the it's supposed to be chi- Chinese people consider Dragon to be very respectful and blah blah blah. But it's like I, we, everyone loved Mushu in the original. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah he was like a hit her conscious, kind of like Timon and Pumbaa were for. Um, you know, for Simba. Sure. But yeah, that, that was, so that was the reason that was annoyed me about Disney's decision to remove it, uh, remove Mushu. And also, uh, well, unfortunately, cause he was also played by a black man, which well, that sucks. There's, there's that too. That's that aspect also. But if anyone's surprised right now that like in the, you know, Asian countries aren't as open to having, you know, black, actors and actresses in movies nope it's just china (laughs) well well china then they obviously don't really know too many asian people yep so it is uh it's not good not like it's that's not news to to me i'm sure it wasn't news to david (laughs) what what (laughs) okay david sure what are you talking about ben come on you you must be surprised david i just fucking watched good burger All right, I think we've uh, done enough pandering yeah, we, to the Mandarin. Yeah, we spent enough time on this. <laughs> or pandering against the Mandarin. I don't know, whatever. All right, um, let's just go ahead and we'll jump over to our movie of the week this week. As part of That's What I Call Cinco's Comedy, uh, I chose The Naked Gun. Uh, what is it? From the Files of Police Squad. Squad. That's the full title. After returning from his trip from Beirut, where he stopped an international organization of terrorists, Link, uh, Lieutenant Frank Drebin of Police Squad is called upon to clear the name of his longtime partner, Norberg, all while uncovering and attempting to foil the assassination attempt of the Queen of England. Here we go. So, um... I like mine better. Mine are what was fun. yours? Go ahead. I didn't have one, but... I never have one. <laughs> like, I make them up. I make them up every time. I'm like, it's you know, like, like jazz. Maybe in the in the style yeah, of uh, Lieutenant it, Frank Drebin. Go ahead, Stu. No, it's okay. I just like to criticize you. That's fair. That, that's usually, <laughs> hey, that's so, usually what I open myself up to. That's hey, why I started preparing something. So I'll just say this: I have a synopsis on the leaderboards. Ben has a synopsis on the leaderboards. I'm yep. still waiting for your synopsis to be on the leaderboards. What leaderboard? Wow, of greatest. He doesn't even know about leaderboard. Yeah, he doesn't even know this guy. When you guys are the only two ones who are allowed to vote, I'm never going to ever end up on the leaderboard. What do you guys? Welcome to democracy. Democracy. It's never been a democracy. 
maybe do better than. <laughs> no, that's not the way this works. <laughs> if you haven't noticed in our democracy in the United States, there are such things as participation rewards. Why am I not on this one? <laughs> Just do better. That's all I can say. <laughs> Sorry. Soapbox over. All right. Um, Stu, uh, you were pretty excited when I mentioned that this was the movie I was picking for comedy. Um, so what were your thoughts about that? Well, I was excited primarily because you actually picked a comedy um, this time. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also just because the Naked Gun movies are just a good time. Everyone loves Naked Gun movies. And if they don't, they're communists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they would never show this in China. Yeah, Frank, Frank Drebin is outlawed in China. He's the enemy of the state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leslie Nielsen. All right, continue, Stu. It's a national, man's a national treasure. R.I.P., baby. R.I.P. Oh, no. um, but yeah, I don't know. This I was just excited because this this is a it's a funny movie. the The type of humor is is just I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like you don't really see that anymore these days. Where it's just like so deadpan, but there's also all these like goofs. There's all these like really silly goofs going on, like. Like especially with like just Leslie Nielsen in general, with just how he you know he delivers his performances, and then there's just all this goofy shit happening like in the background. So, um, or he just gets caught in all these really you know wacky scenarios. So, um, in fact, I think more recently, one of I think of all three of the Naked Gun movies, um, I had just recently discovered one of the funniest scenes I think in to me in all the episodes and all, not all episodes all the movies. But that's that was also the true. It is they are episodes because uh, police uh, police squad was a TV show, right? Or a miniseries? Well, yes, that's correct. Go ahead, Stu. Well, um, but yeah, but it was in the second one, so we can't really talk about that. Um, but yeah, just, but it's just <laughs> indicative of what you know this movie is and uh what it i don't know if it like it seemed like it's kind of like springboarded a lot of other movies like this kind of like hot shots mm-hmm. that we just kind of touched on earlier and i'm just, uh, then there's another there's other movies like that but um but yeah it was just a great good time good time was had by all good time was had yeah uh it sounds like Stu ben wants you uh, ben Stu wants you to pick the Naked Hot Gun shots. too, yeah, or <laughs> yeah, that. That's a good choice. Oh, I heard him. Um, I heard him. Yeah. So, Stu, uh, what would you give as a rating for this one? Uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a ten out of ten. Woo! Yeah, I think out of the three, this one was the the best and most well received because I feel like um, it had built up this this uh, premise um, that literally you could just fill an entire movie full of gags and. Um, I have such really fond memories about this one that made me laugh. like, even though it's been what 30 years now, I'm still laughing at every single one of those uh, the entire movie through. And I was just like, man, I thought this was funny back then, and it's still funny now. I just, yeah, um, I didn't know people back then had senses of humor. I do well, actually I feel like back then people had better senses of humor. Nowadays, everybody is that's true. I, let's not get into that. All right, Ben, what about you? Thoughts on this one? <laughs> Well, this is also one of the earliest movies I remember watching, and I think I watched it on like HBO or something. Can uh, I interrupt you really quick? How could you? Yeah. What, when did you watch this? This has OJ Simpson in it. 
Ben. I, I don't think my parents, you know, did, saw the very beginning of the movie or the very end. <laughs> it's only it's fine. This guy is it's just Leslie Nielsen for the rest but of I the couldn't, movie. I couldn't watch Naked Gun two or three though, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, now this movie, like no matter how many times I watch it, I'll always get a fucking laugh out of it. Like um I Stu, weren't we playing like a board game at your place and it was just randomly yeah, I, we had him on in the background, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, we pretty much stopped paying attention to what we were fucking doing and just ended up watching the movie. <laughs> and, yeah. like, I don't know. It's still really fucking good. I feel like all of us at that table, or, you know, when we were all playing board games there, I feel like all of us have watched it plenty of times, but we were all fucking glued to it, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's timeless. It's, like, part of that all-star team of movies, you know, like uh, Airplane... Hot Shots, Top Secret, the earlier scary movies, and it, it kind of sucks because there's like no more movies that kind of mimic the style of movie anymore. It's a comedy that relies on physical gags with like joke zooming in like or zooming by like a joke a second, you know? It's um, And it was all carried on by like uh, by Leslie Nielsen, you know, rest in peace. And he, he did such an amazing job at it, you know, being able to switch from, like, complete dingus mode to straight-face, <laughs> hard-boiled, noir police officer. That, that's what I really liked about the comedy. It wasn't all, you know, all those, you know, all those stupid, you know, physical gags. It was also that he was able to, you know, put on all these stupid, silly faces, act like an ass, but also, <laughs> you know, switch to completely straight-faced, I, you know, I, I'm completely serious. I, I'm not an idiot moment, <laughs> even though he totally is. This is like one of the easiest 10 out of 10s of my life. It's like, come on. It's the naked gun. Come on. Come on. Come on. Easily 10 out of 10 um, for this one. Uh, honestly, actually, I was having a difficult time because I wanted to pick between airplane and Ooh. Naked Gun. Uh, it was it was really tough for me. So when I said the Naked Gun, Stu goes, "All right, so we'll see you guys next." And I was like, still debating. I was like, oh, <laughs> "What if I go? Which one is you, it actually going to be?" Do you want so, the soup or the salad? Oh, uh, <laughs> why choose? It's the hardest decision at the Olive Garden. Do, do I go with the all you can eat? Do you want possible or camp? Or Ernest goes to the beach, or Ernest doesn't. Yeah, ten minutes. <laughs> uh, um, so, before we go ahead and we wrap up all this one, I just wanted to ask you guys. So, um, Stu, what was your favorite moment um, from from this one? If you could, the first one that sticks out in your mind. So the one that I've, the one that sticks out to me. Which for some reason I only noticed like in within the past few you know probably five or six times I've watched this movie I've probably seen this movie about twenty times, um, but the, one of the funniest and even today when I was watching it, it you know it always makes me laugh is in the towards the beginning when he's having like the press conference about the Queen of England coming over um, <laughs> and he has his microphone he goes to the bathroom and he has his microphone. <laughs> And like, you know, obviously he's like peeing and he's making all kinds of noise. He's, you know, he's farting and all that stuff. And as funny as all that is, it's the part that makes me laugh the hardest is there's this one little part in there where he's like, you just hear him go, oops, as he's like, <laughs> yeah. as, as, oops. As, as, the, as the stream of, you know, of his peeing clearly is like hitting the toilet seat. <laughs> 
<laughs> that part always makes me laugh. <laughs> Just because, like the the te- like the detail to that to, to that gag, like there's all these other stupid things happening within that gag, and it's <laughs> that additional little whoops. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ben? This has always been my favorite joke ever since the beginning, ever since I first watched this movie. It would have to be when uh, Leslie Nielsen goes to visit O.J. Simpson in the hospital and the doctor or the surgeon at the time, or is it the doctor or surgeon? One of the two. Um, he gets brainwashed into killing O.J. Simpson and Leslie Nielsen tries to stop him. He goes into the room and he's like, freeze, you know, police. And the surgeon... Yeah, he throws the pillow and, you know, the, the joke setup is that, you know, it's just a, you know, a distraction. It's supposed to get him away so he gets time to run away. But fucking Leslie catches it and wraps around his face. He's like, oh, you know, I can't fucking breathe. That, like, the tiny, that, that, like, the, like the tiny net. Yeah, like it's like the tiny net joke. Ah, tiny net. Um, for me, I think the my favorite has it's kind of like the sequence when he gets to Angel Stadium and he um he becomes Enrico Palazzo, so he can sing the national anthem to try to get down there to <laughs> see like who's there, and obviously he sings it horribly, right? It's that entire it's that entire sequence because he doesn't know some of the words and then they don't realize who it really is. And then Enrico Palazzo is like hitting his head uh, like, on the couch. He's so mad that he's screwing up this song. The police officers are trying to be respectful to the anthem and they're slowly walking and shuffling towards him while they're holding their hands over their hearts. And then he finishes the song and then runs off. And then as he's running off, he runs into one of the umpires and he asks him, oh, is this a legalized bat? And he looks at him and he hits one over the head, right? And then it's just showing that he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just ad-libbing the entire thing. And then he gets on, uh, he gets behind home plate and then the the other, uh, the manager comes over and tells him, it's like, hey, what are we going to do? Are, are we going to play, ba- are we going to play baseball today? And he goes, oh yeah, play ball. And then the next thing happens is the first pitch comes across and he's just staring. Everybody's looking at him. He's like, what, what are you? What is it? And then he goes, he yells strike, right? And then the entire stadium goes crazy. And then he starts celebrating with it. Like, yeah. that's my he favorite, starts, like, maybe 10 minutes. Um, sort of really gets into into the calling the strikes. Oh, yeah. And then he does the splits. And Doing then dances, <laughs> moonwalking. Yeah, strike. Strike three. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then does the moonwalk and does the splits. And then comes back <laughs> up. And then, ah, um, oh, do you – that is the one th- the scene that I don't know why, but that scene reminds me a lot of like some of the stuff that happened in Angels of the Outfield, but and stuff that happened in Major League. But can you imagine if there was a Major League crossover with the Naked Gun and he happened to be the umpire in it? That would have been great. If it was Charlie <laughs> Sheen pitching on the mound and he's like, "What are you?" and then he's just like, and then there's the the ump. Uh, the ump sequence where he's like bumping chests with the other ump. He's like, the guy out there says he's out. And then he's like, oh man, it was so great. Yeah. Entire baseball scene scene was my favorite part. I watched that probably, even if I don't, if I miss like the first portion of the entire movie, I'll stay just to watch the ending that, that part with the, with the, uh, the baseball scene where they're at the angel stadium. Um, so, what other um, films have you guys seen that has kind of that you could tell have borrowed some of the 
antics or some of the stuff from um from this particular like series or leslie nielsen's oh. like type of comedy that he puts together that you guys really enjoyed i feel like we've mentioned a lot but I'm, i was kind mm. of wondering and maybe ben knows has leslie nielsen ever done a movie where it, there wasn't some it wasn't like this some type of you know yeah actually i think earlier in his career he was more hard-boiled and you know more of the you know, straight face noir type. Was he like in like sixties like crime movies or something? Because like the first time I have ever seen Leslie Nielsen was an airplane, and that's in the yeah, 70s. That, that, that's what I thought too. But um, you know, my dad actually told me that he was in actually little serious movies. So I I don't know, like, but you know, I'm just going off what he said. Uh, I I don't know to be honest. I I want to like- say that's why they got him for airplane because he was able to do that. So. Well, that was like one of the only comedies where he would like it was a you know it was a complete you know shit show of a comedy right you know where yeah. everything is just like gag after gag after gag but he was the only one in it that was completely straight face you know. Do you think it would change your guys's opinion? Like, how would you view the movie? Would you be able to take it seriously if you were to see like one of his like more dramatic roles like prior to nineteen seventy? Because I think that's when the last one was. 1979 was the last like dramatic role before he started doing a lot of the comedies. Was a City on Fire, where he played a corrupted mayor. That's pretty much it. Uh, before that, it was uh, dramatic roles in a TV series called Golden Age in the 50s. I think for us, probably because we grew up with him uh, in the in his comedy phase, uh, it would be it would probably be weirder to go see him in something serious. Whereas people who probably you know came up you know with watching stuff back then and then just to see him in something like airplane or naked gun would probably be (laughs) more jarred by it yeah Yeah. so okay uh any other thoughts on this one guys uh in in regards to what you said about like other forms of media that kind of copy the style of humor and comedy it's um it's kind of rare nowadays. I don't think there's anything recently that really captures the spirit of this. I mean, it kind of all died out with those movie genre movies, you know, the, uh, the like the scary, like scary movie, epic movie, disaster movie, uh, date movie. The, those, those movies kind of killed the, the whole genre. Assholes. I know. And it, it, it's, it's that. Yeah. And it, it was that, you know, it tried to, it tried to do something with it, but in the end, the comedy wasn't that great. You know, the the jokes weren't there. It was really random. It, it was really cheap, and it kind of sucked. You know, it, it's really sad that we won't get anything else like this. However, I will say that there is a TV show out there, kind of recent. Uh, I, I think it's over now that, you know, took inspiration from particularly Airplane and Naked Gun and tried to make a whole TV series out of it. And I really liked the first season, but season two rolled around and it kind of fell apart, which I was kind of disappointed about. Um, if you guys want to check it out, it's called uh, Angie Tribeca. It's starring Rashida Jones as the main. Oh, uh, yeah. It was. It kind of was like in, under the same premises. Uh, it was the same writer as Monk, right? Uh, I don't know who the writer was. I know that Steve Carell was the producer on it. So he I was the executive it was like on a. On TNT or TBS or something like that, right? Yeah, it was on TBS. Yeah. So that show 
definitely took a lot of inspiration from Airplane and Naked Gun, Top Secret, all those. And the first season was fucking great. I, I remember watching it. I'm like, damn, I can't wait for season two. Season two rolled around. I don't know what happened, but it just broke, fell real flat. Um, but yeah, I, if you have time, check out season one of Anti Tribeca. Can't recommend that one enough. Do you think uh, the reason why it probably like fizzled out a little bit was mostly due to the fact that you know these type of movies like it's really hard to make this genuine and and not force feed this type of humor? I think it, you know. Th- th- this type of humor, you know, although it may, seems immature at times and just kind of all over the place, a little slapstick, like you said, it it does take a lot of thought. You know, it, it's not like a comedy where you can just, you know, uh, kind of jive and ad lib all this stuff. You act, you know, someone actually has to sit there and come up with all these physical props or whatever you need for all these jokes. You know, a lot of the jokes in Naked Gun required like, you know, all, all this stuff. Yeah, so it's extensive planning. It's like you had to film like a whole action sequence just to get a joke in, you know, a <laughs> joke. Yeah, there there was a scene where, you know, Les, like what Leslie Nielsen drives into the um into the dock and there's that guy fishing and you know they hit him <laughs> off. I mean, it looked really simple, but there's probably some <laughs> stupid amount of preparation they had to go through it, right? Like, oh, we gotta make sure this guy doesn't fall in and like slam his head into something, and we have to make sure that the car doesn't get damaged or some other bullshit. You know, there there's a lot of fucking physical uh like when Norberg is getting like in the shot. beginning when he's getting like he's like uh, getting like, I, I don't think he got shot, but he got like, you know, he puts his hand on like the the, the uh, stove and then he falls yeah, yeah, into the wet paint. He got shot and then he was like dying and he was like running into all these things in the wet paint and then right. the bear trap and then and the, the, and the fucking wedding cake, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. fucks that up, you know, it's like you have to get a whole another wedding cake for that, you know, and someone yeah. had to think about that. It's, <laughs> it, it takes a lot of effort for these kind of jokes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's make it, sure the, the bear trap is like, you know, actually like clamps, but doesn't hurt him. And then, you know, stays attached to his foot. <laughs> yeah. It, it's stupid shit like that. And, uh, I, that's why I feel like, you know, the first season of entry Tribeca kind of got that right. Maybe they had all the, you know, creative juices unloaded into that one season. And then afterwards they got renewed and they're like, ah, oh, fuck now. what? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I will say that all I'm going to say about that is, that Sheeta Jones is one Ooh, piece of ace. ace. <laughs> is. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on this particular movie, guys, before we uh, go ahead and move over to our movie of the week for next week? Good job on the choice, David. Yeah, you finally actually you picked a good, good one. Yeah. Woo! Finally. All right. Uh, that'll be the last episode of Dos Naf Cinco's. <laughs> <laughs> we done it. Um all right. If you guys don't have any other thoughts, I'll swing this one over to Ben. Ben, I believe you have honors for the last movie of That's What I Call Cinco's Comedy. Uh, what are you picking? Uh, I was thinking about it. I think and I think I, I, think I know. I think I know. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Hold on. Hang on. I'm going to text David my prediction. <laughs> one second. I'll wait for it. Well, we're waiting on Ben uh, on Stu's text because I want to see what this prediction is. So that way it doesn't influence Ben at all. Um, if it's an anime, I'm going to be mad. All right. I, I texted it to you. If that was the episode we were reviewing, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, uh, Ben. I have it. So, yeah, I'm going over all these comedy movies. Um, I did want to choose 
a comedy that is in a different style than what both you oh. and Stu chose. So I'm not, you know, I, I, wa- I wanted to go with Airplane, but after you said Naked Gun, I'm like, well, shit, you know, I want to like mix it up a bit. <laughs> so we're going with Shaun of the Dead. Wait. <laughs> Wait, we, we can redo movies, right? Right? No. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, we're going with my other choice. Hot Fuzz. Wait, uh, what? I think uh, we've already done that one too. You already picked that one again, but but this one's for a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We'll do Clerks. Oh, Clerks. Damn it. I was wrong. Oh, Stu, you were absolutely right. He knew you, uh, <laughs> and he said Clerks. Stu, what made you decide? What made you think that Ben was going to pick Clerks? Is it because you thought you knew that we had right. seen uh, David. I can't uh, go along with this. I'm so disappointed by Ben's pick. Yeah. What, what do you mean? What, what, what was my pick? In the sense that you didn't pick the movie I predicted. That, what, yeah. what was the movie? What was the movie? I don't know if you should never know now. What? Yeah. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> it's Stu. You know what? Maybe if you get Stu for Secret Santa, he'll tell you. No, just, just fucking tell me now. I so join us next week. We'll be reviewing. <laughs> what the fuck? Part of that's what I call Cinco's comedy. Uh, additional, Stu, do you want to just tell him? Because I think Ben, wait, Ben, yeah. is this two beer Ben or what? Ben's going to have a brain hemorrhage if I don't tell I, him. I am. I'm having an aneurysm right now. <laughs> uh, I thought you would have, you were going to pick Kung Pao. <sighs> Enter the fist. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Black Dynamite would have been I was good. already getting ramped, like psyched up to see it, finally see it again. And now I'm just going to have to watch it on my own. Oh, man. Oh. Well, uh, <laughs> join us Join us next week when oh. and Ben get again. Oh. We're picking quirks. Um, I think that's piece a part of Ben's soul uh, leaving oh. his body. <laughs> it's oh. still leaving his body. It's being rejected. His soul is rejecting his his. Yeah, his, his, phys- his physical form. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, the crazy thing is, you know how like some people always say, hey, I can't follow so-and-so because he did such a good job. This is definitely one of those because you followed up with not Kung Pao. Air, it was the naked gun and then clerks. All right. It's like, well, it's like a sneeze that like doesn't come out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Clerks. So it's like a, a melody that doesn't resolve. Oh man! <laughs> it's like when you're playing tic tac toe and you have a cats game. Nobody I wins. Don't I, I don't know what that means, but oh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree there with no you. More moves left. I'll agree with you. <laughs> Got it. All so right, David. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> All right, great. So join us next week uh, for the third time. I'm going to say this uh, when we review Clerks as part of that's what I call Cinco's comedy. And Come you can right. check us out. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I, <laughs> I had I breathed in the wrong part of that sentence. Um, you can always catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, uh, as well as on Twitch. Uh, review. We are playing. Are we playing Tony Hawk this week? I, Is that I, for I, sure? We'll give it a shot. All right. So on Tuesday is Ben's day. Uh, he'll probably be playing Avengers. We'll see some glitchy goodness. Uh, Stu, any preview for Wednesday? None. Still playing Deadwood? Darkwood? Darkwood. 
Darkwood. Uh, no, I want to take a break from Darkwood because yeah. I get the vibe that it's a very long game and I'm barely like <laughs> a third in. Like, yeah. Wait, really? <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, 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 wait. Based on your feeling from last time about Last of Us, maybe you might be more done than you think. No, I'm basing this off the uh, the uh, screenshots from Markiplier's um, YouTube videos. Like he's, <laughs> he's currently playing it and he's like, he's like part 13 and like all of these little thumbnails i'm like oh fuck I, that doesn't look familiar so like i, I haven't I'm even not, gotten that <laughs> i know I'm not, okay. I'm not anywhere close <laughs> all right well tune in on wednesday uh Stu will be playing something different uh on thursday it may be tony hawk you have to find out uh hit that follow button as well as hit that bell icon so that well, you'll know whenever we are streaming uh, i will be playing on saturday morning or sunday morning you never know just keep tuning in it'll be red alert spoiler alert so um so yeah that'll pretty much do it for us here at the dos Cinco's podcast as always i'm your host david i'm Stuart, and i'm ben but also a shout out to one of our earliest followers joseph griffin hey. Happy birthday. I know. I was happy birthday. Very, very end. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Sure, sure, sure you were. Sure domain, you were. So we can sing that. But. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Walsh, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. All of us here at the Dos Naps Cinco's podcast. Guys, wash your hands. Don't forget to your Reiki Masters. Stay safe out there, and we will check you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.